Dollars and Cents with Hapo Community Credit Union helps empower our listeners to achieve financial success while living for today and planning for tomorrow. This podcast focuses on financial education, community support, fraud prevention, real-life stories of financial transformation, and much more. Hapo Community Credit Union serves Washington and Oregon with over 18 locations. Bank on more when you bank with us. On today's podcast, we're talking tax returns with financial professional David Onderud. Hi, David. Hey, Candy. Thanks so much for having me here today. Of course. Before we jump into what we could do with our tax returns, let's talk a little bit about how David is affiliated with HAPO. David, can you tell us how you're affiliated with HAPO? Certainly. So I don't directly work for HAPO. I actually work for a company called CUNA Brokerage Services or CUNA Mutual. We're an organization that teams up with credit unions across the country and been doing so since the 1930s to provide options for members that the credit union just can't offer. How convenient. And what are some of the services that you offer? Well, the list is long. You know, in general, it's retirement services, financial management, insurance, education planning, funding, and investment management. In the industry, we like to call it comprehensive financial planning. Basically, I help people plan for the unexpected in their future. I do this by reviewing their current financial situation. You know, want to learn what keeps you up at night and what your dreams and what retirement is really going to look like for you. So how do the services you provide differ from the ones HAPO offers? Great question. So we like to look at everyone out there having six core financial needs. So where the credit union really does great is in the first two. The first one being cash, you know, your savings, your emergency funds, your checking, your your CDs, everything that goes along with that. The next one is credit. You know, when you're looking to buy a car, a home, your credit cards, a boat, RV, all the toys that we love here in the Tri-Cities. From there, that's where I can really come in to help. First of all, we look at protection. You know, how are we going to protect the plan that we have in place, your family? And we do that typically through insurance, whether it's life, disability, long-term care. From there, I look at how are we going to grow your money? And that can be in your 401ks, your IRAs, your brokerage accounts, everywhere where you're looking to grow your money. From there, you usually turn into an income strategy. When you get to retirement, where is your money going to come from? Do you have a pension, Social Security? Are we pulling from those retirement accounts that we were growing? And then last but not least, legacy. Do you want to leave in a legacy? Does it mean an inheritance for your children, your grandchildren? What about an endowment to the school where you went? Or maybe it's just a charitable donation of your choice. Wow, that sounds like a holistic approach, a true one-stop shop at HAPO. So it's tax season. What are some of the things people can do with their return? So one of the great things about getting those tax returns is you have lots of things you can do with it. What I usually like to recommend first is, do you have an emergency fund set up? You know, if something were to happen, do you have cash in the bank that you can cover it so you don't have to dive into those credit cards? Once you have that set up, the other thing I like to look at is, well, what do we have as far as debts? How much are you paying on interest on those different loans? And does it make sense to pay those off or keep the cash for a rainy day? If both of those are taken care of, then this is when we start to look forward at investing in your future, either through an IRA or individual retirement account, which can be a traditional or Roth. After that, maybe we look at protecting your family. If you have never been able to afford life insurance before, you're not really sure how that looks, you know, sometimes taking that cash that you get from your refund, applying to a life insurance policy is a smart decision. And after that, once everything has been taken care of, make sure yourself is taken care of first. Then we start to look at maybe funding a college fund for the children. Sounds like a big emphasis on financial education. But for younger members or non-members, describe how they might benefit from investing the money they got from their tax return. Yeah, so there's plenty of ways that you can invest the money from your tax return. 
whether it's just popping in your savings or a CD, things like that here through Hapo, great opportunities and ways that you can grow your money and have it there for a rainy day. One of the things I like to look at as well is, you know, what are we doing to save for retirement? Let's talk about the bigger picture. Can we take some of that money, put it towards an IRA, Roth or traditional, and really just go from there? Okay, we're going to switch gears a bit and get into investing. What are some of the simple investing steps someone can take if they are just starting out? Great question. I get that question quite a bit. It always needs to start with setting some goals. And what I like to call them are called SMART goals, meaning it's an acronym. SMART means specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. You need to know what you're saving for, whether it's retirement, education, buying a house, or just long-term savings. After that, you need to look at what is your time horizon, meaning when will I need the money I'm going to be investing. Next step is you got to understand your risk tolerance. Everyone has a different level of risk that they're willing to accept for the return that comes with it. It's that old pain versus gain. From there, we need to really understand what are my liquidity needs. Why is that important? Because we need to know when you need the money because that determines how and where you should invest it depending on the time frame that you're looking at. Maybe the most important part is once you get the goal started or the plan started, you got to commit to your plan. You can't just try it and, oh, that didn't work. I got to move on because the market went up or down or whatever else may have happened. You got to stick to a plan and commit to it. doesn't mean you can't make some tweaks or changes along the way, but we got to get the ball rolling. There's plenty of platforms to get started on this, you know, multiple apps and places you can go. If you're confused, you don't know what to do, I would say contact a financial advisor like myself. We can walk you through it and show you the, the ups and downs and how to get started and really make it quite accessible and easy for you. Yeah, what great peace of mind. Could you talk about the benefits of investing earlier in life, but also talk about some aggressive saving strategies one might take if they're beginning to invest for retirement later in life? Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk first about when you're younger and why it's so important to get started when you're young. The first thing is you got to pay yourself first. Whether you're investing in your 401k at work, your IRAs, wherever the case may be, if you get to the point where you can max those out, that's ideal. But let's just say you're young, 25, you and your best friend, 25 year olds, just to get started, and you start putting 100 bucks a month into an IRA in a brokerage account where you average a 10% return, and you do this for 40 years. That means you've put in a total of $48,000. At the same time, your friend decided to wait until 30 years later. Then for the next 10 years, they put in $1,000 a month for that time frame meaning they put in a total of $120,000. Assuming we had the exact same market returns and everything else, Candy, who do you think has more money when it's all said and done? I would say the second person. You would think so, right? They're putting 1000 bucks in a month. They put $120,000 into their account. However, when you do the math, the first person would have $590,000 and some change. The friend who waited 30 years to get started only has $206,000. The power of compounding is real. And if you can get your money going, smaller amounts early over time is going to make a tremendous difference in your savings. That was a lot of information, David. Thank you so much for taking the time to come visit us today. It sounds like Hapo has an amazing, tremendous resource available uh, that could help through all life stages. Thank you. You bet.